0: What's up, everybody? It's your boy, MP. And your boy, AZ. And today we're going to talk about the 2023 recession. Is it going to happen? You know, how did we get here? What do we expect? Okay, look, we're going to start with how the hell did we get here? We got here because of a pandemic, COVID-19, you know, back in 2020. What that caused is it caused economies to slow down and shut down. You know, like we had here in the U.S., we had shutdowns, you know, people stayed home, people got stimulus, people got EDD, a lot of scammers during those times too, right? But what happened was the U.S. was printing tons and tons of money. Believe it or not, they actually printed 40% of all U.S. dollars in existence today, okay? And that caused uncontrollable inflation, all right, that's how we got here, right? What is the Federal Reserve doing to fight inflation? They're doing quantitative tightening. What that is is they start increasing the the interest rates. All right. Every time they increase it, the the rates, they're expecting people not to borrow as much, they're expecting people not to consume as much, so that way inflation can come back down to a sustainable, you know, rate, right? Which is Typically around 2%. If I'm not mistaken, we're at 6%, a little bit over 6% right now, um, which is not where they want to be, right? And then they have a rate goal of 5.2%, which is kind of seems impossible right now, right? But we're going to talk about how they fight this inflation, right? They fight it in three easy phases, okay? Phase one is when they start slowing down uh, the interest rates, right? They, they start increasing the rates. Then they kind of slow them down. That's phase one. Phase two is when they stop them. They stop, they pause. They don't raise rates anymore. Okay. And then phase three is when they start cutting them, right? This is when people start borrowing stuff. This is when assets grow in value. This is when inflation finally hits the asset class and you start making money on your investments. Okay. Look, right now in this current situation march 21st we're still in phase 1 okay we just went from a 5 a 0.5% rate to down to a 0.25% rate right there's many people like myself that think that was done too prematurely um i i think he should have stayed paul Will should have stayed at a 0.5% right I don't think that Uh, 2.25% is sustainable right now. And actually, I think if he sticks with that, it's going to be a longer range of time before we start seeing inflation go back down to 2%. Look, tomorrow, March 22nd is a very important date. It's a very important date because we're going to find out what Paul will plans for the Federal Reserve are for the future, the The rate increase for March 22nd, and what is, you know, the the rate increase, the percentage that we want to be at, right? Look, in my opinion, I'm not a financial advisor, right? We, I, we did post earlier how you should have three to six months worth of necessary expenses, emergency funds, right? Like your rent, your groceries, your gas, stuff like that. And you should be trying to pay off all your debts without touching that emergency fund money, right? This is what we're doing. Um, this is what we um, recommend people, what other people to do, okay? Other than that, you should also be either starting a side hustle, learning a new skill, and improving your value in the job market, right? Or stacking up your cash for any, you know, investment opportunities that are going to come because this is also a time where new millionaires are made, Um Now, in my opinion, on March 22nd, there's going to be one or two things that are going to happen, okay? One, we're going to go back up to 0.5% rate increases, which is going to cause a stock market crash. The Fed doesn't want to do that. They're like married to the stock market. So they're most likely going to stick with 0.25%. And they're going to say that they're going to have to do this for much longer than expected because uh, inflation is still not dropped where they want it to be. And they're also probably going to raise the 5.2%, you know, like perfect comfortable rate to probably six or 7% in my opinion. Once again, I don't want you guys to think I'm a financial advisor or I'm time traveling or anything like this. This is just what I'm seeing, what I've been seeing and from the research I have done. Okay. Um, so, until tomorrow, we're going to have to find out what's going to happen and, and you know, what's Powell's position. Is he going to be hawkish or dovish? You know, is he going to be going in there like a bull or is he going to be running away like a scared chihuahua? You know, we don't know. Um, but I don't know, AZ. Like, what are, you, what are your thoughts about this, bro? Like, you know, I just think 5.2% to, to go down to 2% inflation is just ridiculous. I think it's impossible, and I personally think, like I said, um, you know, the comfortable rate's gonna probably be between six and seven percent.
1: Yeah. Um I think it's important to say that, you know, Powell has said that he's gonna take the, the Volcker approach, which for those who don't know, he was uh, a previous head of the the Federal Reserve in nineteen seventy nine. Um and when he took over, I think inflation was about eighteen percent. So Wow. And what he did, I mean he he took a really aggressive approach. Uh, and even, I mean, it even, he even put it high enough to, so that it would reach 22% inflation at some point. Um, and Powell has said, you know, if it's, if it's necessary, I I will raise what I have to raise, right?
0: Why would we want 22% inflation? Like what's, what did this guy do to like really come back that, that Powell was like looking up to him? Who, who'd you say this once again?
1: Uh, Volker. Volker? Yeah. That's his last name. Uh, I can get his
0: this was back in the 70s, right? Yeah. This is uh, Jimmy yeah. Carter days. 1979,
1: yeah. So, you know, he had a really tough problem there because do you, what do you do? Do you, it's 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 hard to look at inflation in the face and say, we have to raise it more. We have to keep raising, we have to keep raising. And I, I think that's where people get scared because they think just in the moment, right? Like, oh, keep raising gas prices, are going to get crazier and crazier and everything is just going to get more expensive.
0: And you guys got to remember, we're here because of fiat currency. If you don't understand what fiat currency is, we'll do a future episode on that. But pretty much, man, the dollar is backed by nothing. They're creating it out of thin air and imaginary uh, imagination, pretty much. You know, there's the dollar in reality. It just loses more and more value as they print. And like we told you, we gave you the stats. 40% of all U.S. dollars are printed in 2022. This is why we're here right now. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the Volcker approach would be to just keep increasing them until we start pretty much, hey, suck it up, you know?
1: Yeah. um, You know, Powell, at some point, he's either going to have to go really hard or, or see if inflation will stop if he stops raising.
0: Yeah. And right now, what you should be doing, though, is – Saving. Saving your capital for investment opportunities or dollar cost averaging into the stocks to, to, you know, cryptos that you like. I know right now I'm kind of focusing more on the crypto scene. My boy AZ is kind of more focusing on the stock scene, which is good because now that, you know, we work together. We could find out. Oh, you know, maybe you're maybe going into crypto was smarter back then. You know, two years ago, now, me and him are gonna have conversations like, "Bro, you should have went into stocks. Look how much I made. Bro, you should have went into crypto. Look how much I made." But at the end of the day, we're being smart people and investing our money, right? Like I said, make sure you have your emergency fund, you pay off as much debt as you can, and you're saving some money for some investment opportunities. For Dude, literally you know, you could probably get your home, your, your first house, your first income property. You know, be, a lot Over of people lose. Of years. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people lose, but if you play your cards right, you, you'll come out a millionaire. You'll come out on top of this, and we'll see a lot of new millionaires and a lot of people going broke, unfortunately.
1: It's just the beginning, man. I mean... Everything's going to go down. It's going to happen eventually. It's going
0: to happen, bro. Like right now, dude, I keep looking at the houses in the area and they're still not going down that much. And it's like
1: kind of holding. Yeah,
0: yeah, because I mean, right now they're kind of like they kind of went down a little bit. They're kind of steady, but they're going to have to come down at least another 100K because to me, they're just like around 100K to 150K over value right now. That's what I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, everything right now is overvalued. I mean, oh, I, I was just telling you about the the auto loans, bro. Uh, when inf- you know, when inflation was really high, and then you know, I'm sure you remember the chip shortages. When yeah, yeah, yeah. Going. I mean, people were getting loans that were so far out of their their price their range. budget. Oh my god! So I, some
0: 2008 shit, but instead of real estate, it's on cars now.
1: Yeah, it base that's basically what it seems like. I mean, thankfully, it's not. Three hundred thousand dollar loan, right? It's more like you know, maybe seventy, eighty. They're not 000. buying Lamborghinis. <laughs> yeah, anymore. exactly, right. So, but still, I mean, people are getting screwed on their loans, and and it just sucks because all they had to do was wait,
0: dude. And you know what's crazy though? I, just, if I'm not mistaken, there was an article recently where the average car payment right now, dude, is sitting at like a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, that yeah. is ridiculous, bro. I wouldn't. What?
1: And I think if I'm if I'm correct, bro, I think that's not even including insurance. So that's, you know, and depending what car you get, that could be Uh, how old uh, you are. If I'm getting a
0: nice car, I expect to pay that, obviously. But if I'm getting like a Honda Accord, bro, (laughs) come on, bro. Yeah.
1: And some people, you know, they get it. Even the insurance for them, you know, they've had some previous accidents or whatever. And it's still like another $400. Like,
0: I'm going to tell you guys something I believe. I believe if you're going to get a daily, the daily should never cost you more than $30,000, even brand new. I'm talking about a car that you're going to beat. A car that you're going to be using every day should never pay. Should never cost you over $30,000 even brand new. Okay. A car that, you know, you're going to take out every weekend or, you know, it's a family car. You probably want to spoil yourself a little bit. That's all on you. That's all on what you could afford. But a car that you're going to beat every day, you're going to use, you're going to get dirty and stuff like that. Never pay over $30,000. That is ridiculous. If you're getting like a $50,000 car for work. Like, unless, you know, you're you're actually going to use that vehicle for work, obviously. But if you're just getting it to get it from point A to point B, it should never cost you more than $30,000. But that's a personal opinion. I don't know what he things.
1: Yeah, I, I think, you know, that's a it's a good, you know, pretty good rule to follow. Uh, but the reason why I bring up the, you know, the auto loans is because that will also, con- you know, contribute to inflation. Because people will start defaulting on their loans and who knows how many people out there bought a car during that time and you know who maybe knows? not
0: deflation inflation bro it probably won't contribute to inflation but it'll probably contribute to the to the recession to, probably, that could trigger a recession yeah, right there. To, to, yeah, definitely. People I, defaulting I in loans. It's what it happened mm-hmm. in 2008 with the real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, it could happen with credit cards now because I know the credit card uh, debt is up there too now. Too. Oh, also, yeah. Credit yeah. card debts are, mm-hmm. or, are the highs it's been. Card payment debts are the highs it's been. Yeah. Everything's the highs it's been right now, you know. So play it smart, you know. If you're still in your little bucket of a car, stick with it, bro. Stay in it. <laughs> stay in it. Don't get no new nothing new, bro. I don't care if you have the money for it. Save that money. Find investment opportunities. And stay tuned for the bullroom. That's where we're gonna be talking about investment opportunities. We're gonna be looking into real estate. We're gonna be looking into crypto. We're gonna be looking into stocks. All that. But you know, let's call it a day now. You know, all money in, no money else. Stay dedicated, stay motivated. This is your boy MP. Boy A Z. And, you know, we had a great time talking about this little, you know, urgent video just to get out there before tomorrow, March 22nd, an important day. We're we're expecting to hear from Powell. Um, But, you know, let's hope for the best. But at the same time, let's hope for better opportunities. We'll see you on the next one.